that may seem just like a simple invitation, but that's really what discipleship is, is, is taking someone with you. Well, hello and welcome back to One Line Church's Discipleship Podcast. Uh, my name is Nick Plasman. It's good to be with you. If this is your first time, welcome to our podcast. Uh, we have had a number of great conversations so far around discipleship here at One Line. Uh, with a number of different people. You'll find that we do training, expert guests. Uh, we have conversations around the discipleship rhythms here at OneLine and a great application to you and your context. So thanks again for joining us. Today we have a special guest, and by we I mean it's just me today. Aww. Brittany is not able to be here today, but I'm going to run with the conversation because my special guest today is the one, the only, Luke Cunningham. Welcome, Luke. It's good to have you today. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. I'm super excited to to join this conversation yeah. about discipleship. It's one of my favorite things. Thanks for having me here. That's good. Um, so Luke, you are the student pastor mm-hmm. of, of our student ministry at One Line Church. And the thing I love about, I mean, I love a lot of things about you, um, but I love that your ministry is structured around discipleship. In fact, I'll just go ahead and let everybody know. If you don't know this about Luke already and the student ministry is they actually went first in modeling the discipleship rhythms mm-hmm. for our church. And I mean, I, I love that. I love, I love the work that Luke is doing in the lives of our students. We've seen some incredible uh, work that God's done in the lives of our students through you and the leaders at, at one line, um, as well as the work that the students have put in as well in their faith journey. Um, mm-hmm. Luke, let, let's just kick it off. We're going to get into the, some of the structure of discipleship and things you've learned, some best practices. We'll, we'll talk about some of that. I want to just get started with um, why student ministry? Like, why did you want to get involved with student ministry? Yeah, I love that question. Um, I decided to get involved in student ministry because really it was the way I found Jesus. Um, um, was, it, was, it was really a story of uh, not just a community, but leaders who specifically saw uh, the cra- the craziness of my personality and didn't call it crazy, but they said, "We want you mm. and and we want you to we want you to enter in, but we also want you to lead because actually those those things God has given you so that you can lead and Years later, I still take that with me. The, the craziness that we as adults can dismiss in students are really leadership gifts. And we can specifically pick out students, ca- call out the good leadership qualities, and that affects them for a lifetime. That affected me um, for a lifetime, and I want to continue to model that uh, for the next generation, for, for, for Gen Z. Yeah, that, that's where we're at. Um, and yeah, that's my heart for it. That's cool. Man, I love that. Um, you know, I have students too. And uh, so you're, what you're telling me is, what I understand is mm-hmm. when they're crazy, I'm supposed to see the good in that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean. Because uh, they get pretty crazy. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I... I have been calling it my dad voice whenever we have <laughs> oh, like dad voice. Yeah, oh, dad voice is um, is so, sometimes I can I, I can be a, a friendly face, and so yep. all of a sudden I'll switch on this dad voice and be like, "Stop it! <laughs> you better stop." Um, and that that's when it gets a little too crazy. But mm. but you put boundaries around oh, it. So why is dad voice only stop it? Why can't dad voice be like, "I love you. I believe in you." <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Dang it! Dang it! It can't be both. I know, I know. It's the I'm best of both worlds. Just giving you a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you, you fell in love with student ministry. It sounds like you heard a different message from the people who believed in you in student ministry than you did maybe from other places. Yeah. It, it started with just, just this message of you, you're not good enough, you're annoying, right? And not being, and not being found. To, that was a message you heard from the world? Yeah. Okay. Was, that was from the world. And then, yeah. Um, the community changed everything. And when you say community, you mean your youth group, your church? Yeah, yes. The place yeah. Where, okay. My, my youth group. Yeah. It was a youth group specifically where I could, I could see those people from youth group at my high school too. So that, that was really helpful in being able to constantly see them. And Interesting. Under, underclassmen, upperclassmen. So you heard a better story and yes. you had common friends yes. and um, you had people that believed in you. Yes. At at your church and at your youth group. Yeah. Okay, this is interesting. I'm wondering um, this question now. Uh, what What are the things that you do today mm. that are similar to what you experienced then in the student mm. ministry, and what are some things you do differently? Hmm. As That's, you kind of like, you're crafting this yeah. the student ministry. That's a really good question. Um, I would say the things that are repeated are the relationships, because um, that was modeled for me well. Um, the things that are different is definitely um, how how we approach meeting spaces. Okay. And and what I mean by that is, I, I grew up uh, going to a youth group that was just one time a Sunday, and it was the same thing. And what's different about doing student ministry now is we specifically have spaces for discipleship groups mm-hmm. twice a month. Uh, we have one big community event mm-hmm. each month. month. That's and, cool. And then we have a, a hangout space on the fourth week of the month. Okay, so Luke, you have a model of discipleship at one line where discipleship is the primary factor of how you lead students, if I understand correctly. Other of your friends who you went to college with and maybe other youth pastors that you know, they have a model of doing youth group. Youth group is like that primary entry point where you're saying, no, 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 we do discipleship as our primary thing. Talk about the differences between traditional youth groups and versus like discipleship being the, the leading factor. Yeah. So the, the difference between, I would say, like the youth group that everyone's used to is we have, we want all of these, like these factors. We want like a worship music experience. We want, um, we want a message to be in there. We want, and, and so students get teaching. We want relationships and games and all of these things f- filled in those things. And um, hear me say those are not bad things at all. Sure. We actually incorporate all of those things um, in our rhythms. However, um, that we have approached it from a discipleship strategy which is relationships first mm-hmm. um, and creating these specific spaces has actually readied students to be there and be like, okay, I can enter in. I, I, I can enter in. Um, one, you used that term before when you were talking about your story. Yes. Um, tell, expand on that a little bit. Give me some descriptors of what you mean by that. Like enter in? Yeah. Like, um, the term I use enter in is like a, a student is known 
and they are known by someone yeah. and, and they know they have a place there. That's great, Luke. And so, so when they're known, a leader knows their name and they're invested in, yep. they feel they have a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Um, so they feel like they have a voice there. So when they have a voice there, they can, they can bring up things they're actually wrestling with. They can, um, they can discover Jesus in the context of trusted friends um, where it's not a shameful or um, embarrassing environment or too hype of an, an environment, but by creating these specific spaces, we found that students have been transformed. Um, they, uh, can I tell a story? Yeah, come on. Yeah. So uh, we had a group of high school guys. I, I am the high school guys discipleship leader, okay. and it, it's a group, they're sophomore and junior guys. Um, and I remember one of the first meetings I asked, can anybody pray for us? Crickets. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there was, they didn't want, they didn't want to. Why, why not? Uh, I just don't want to. I uh, don't really know how. And okay. there, there came a point where I was like, let's go do that. Let's go do what? Let's go pray let, together? Let, let, let's, let's go pray together. Okay. Let, and, and so we walked into the, the main auditorium at one line and instead of just trying to do it in a normal small group we spread out Mm -hmm. in the uh, auditorium and I just said hey it doesn't have to be this lofty thing but it can just be short and simple ask ask God to care for the people who sit in these seats and man when I tell you the prayers that came out of their mouths were just so profound they're just like God please care for these families I love Um, that so high school kids. Look, that's awesome. And and it, it was just incredible. I, um, it allowed them to both have a safe space, but a space to encounter Jesus. Yeah. And see what He's doing, because that's how Jesus did it. Luke, what are some of the things that you've seen as a result of a discipleship first student ministry? When students feel seen and known in an environment, yeah, they respond in love and they, they see themselves as contributors. Another thing is uh, Bible reading. That's a regular part of what we do in discipleship groups mm. is we put scripture into their hands. We say, yeah. we're going to read this together as a group. This isn't just an individual thing. We're not, we're not counting score, but we're going to read this together and then talk about it in groups. We have specifically five questions. Yeah. We, you know, the five same questions. Kind of five questions. Yeah. We just yeah. talked about those last week in yeah. our podcast. Yeah. Um, the, uh, would you like, what didn't you like? What was confusing? Where'd you see God? How does this apply to your life? Oh man, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Let's go. Uh, I, I read them frequently, yeah. you know, you know, um, and, um, those, those are really helpful because it allows students to dislike something about scripture. Yeah. It, it, it allows them to question, are you sure? Are you sure about that? And, it gives them permission to wrestle with it. I, um, one student who accepted Jesus this past summer is actually reading his Bible every single day That's and, amazing. and has been just entering in. I'm like, you're in Leviticus right now? What's, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Um, as a, he's in eighth grade. I, I just yeah. thought that was amazing. That is amazing. So, um, and, and that's what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. I love that Luke. We, there are so many cool, um, intentional things you're doing in the rhythm of discipleship with our students and 
paralleling what we're doing with the adults, not because we went first and you learned from us, but because the students really are the ones who went first with this model. Yeah. And you were one of the first spaces in which we're using the five questions. The, the five questions are you read a piece of scripture, right? A flowing thought, a, a section of scripture, maybe a story in scripture. Then you ask the five questions about that section. So do you prepare people with something yeah. so they can know what's going on there? Yeah, okay. I, I also prepare what's called a leading question. Um, uh, the leading question, so we were reading uh, about one of the Bible, like the Bible's favorite trio, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay. Yeah. And they were standing up to King Nebuchadnezzar. He was like, bow. And they were like, nah. And, <laughs> and they're like, nah, we won't bow. And, and so I asked the question, because you're, you're getting, you're, you need context, is I asked this leading question, have you ever had to stand up for yourself yeah. or someone else? And um, the three of them were together, obviously, but to, to picture yourself really in a story, uh, asking one more leading question. And I, I, I would say, um, like, get, I, uh, I send my leaders a Bible project video oh, for, for context. Yes. Yeah, those are, those are amazing. However, the leading question helps out a lot to both for the student's sake and for the leader who's like, I, I'm not sure if just entering scripture without some sort of context would be helpful. Sure. And so you put the students in the story with that yeah. leading question. That's yes. really good, Luke. Yeah. Uh, so, so discipleship first, student ministry, you're preparing the students to own their faith. I mean, I've heard you talk about that before. So what is the ultimate goal of student ministry? Like, what do you want to see happen in student ministry? Yes. Like, what's the outcome that you're going for? Yeah. Students who say yes to what Jesus is doing in their life, and they have spaces to continue to say yes. And also, question why. And so moving them into the future, they're continuing to ask questions. They're continuing to enter spaces where, where they, they can question, but they can also hold, hold firmly to that transformative relationship because it was formed with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did line, that answer the question? I think so. I was going to say at one line, we talk about connecting with God, others, and your purpose. Yeah. And I see that in what you just said. You're, you're preparing students to own their faith, to be able to willingly ask questions and explore it, and, and to be able to explore what do those connections look like? And I'm just kind of parsing that out a little bit, but we want them to connect with God. Mm-hmm. We want our students to connect with each other and we want them to connect with their purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then discipleship ultimately is moving to a place where you're discipling somebody else, right? You've heard us maybe even on the podcast talk about that. And I know we've talked about that around one line. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not a disciple unless you're making disciples. So mm-hmm. ultimately we want that. How do you see that or how do you foresee that playing out in our student ministry? Students making disciples of other students or leading them towards owning their faith so that they can make disciples. How do I see that playing out? Yeah. Yeah, is I I see that when I see that when we have a space with students and we're intentionally looking at the relationships, but we're also saying, "Hey, see that person over there? What why don't you invite them to your group? What why don't you invite them in?" Um, and that may that may seem just like a simple invitation, but that's really what discipleship is, is, is taking someone with you 
um, and in saying, hey, th- this relationship in my life, this relationship with Jesus that I hold on to, you can hold on to, to even though you're not quite there yet, you know? So, um, as far as, as far as like tangibly what that looks like, um, I, I would say we're, we're, we're still looking at it day by day as far as identifying specific things and mm-hmm. people, um, and also saying, you don't, ha- you don't just have to come to an event. You don't just have to come to this night, but you have permission to ask others, like take someone with you. All right, Luke, if you could have one song that plays every time you walk into the room for the rest of your life, what would that song be and why? Ooh, good question. Take On Me by AHA, <laughs> because it gives me permission to scream every time I enter a room. Wow, I mean, did I Did I max out the, uh, the volume Everybody's on ears are bleeding Is right this now. thing on? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, look... I mean, I love that you are focusing on discipleship in our student ministry. Um, so as a dad with two students in your student ministry, I'm incredibly uh, thankful for you mm. and the leadership that you bring our church. I'm thankful that you, you lead our students towards engaging in their faith in more than a silly environment. Like you very, take it very seriously. You're helping them to grow in their faith. I'm really thankful for that. Mm. And uh, Luke, you are you are modeling for our entire church what it looks like to make disciples who make disciples. And I'm really thankful for that. So thank you for everything you've done in our student ministry. Yeah, it's an honor. Well, it's an honor to have you. So thankful to have you, buddy. Um, Luke is an incredible guy, incredible friend, uh, an incredible pastor. And Mm. so thankful to have you. Thanks for being our expert, sharing with us some of your strategy around student ministry and discipleship. And uh, thanks everybody for listening today. We will see you next time. Thanks guys. See ya.